Hey there, it's Rob Carbone. You're listening to BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees analysis than by tuning into this podcast right here, right now. Let's go. All right. What's up, guys? Rob Carbone coming at you with BD4 episode 33. Um, I know I said I wouldn't make a uh, an episode until the uh, the end of the American League Division Series. But, you know, after after seeing the final out of this uh, second wild card, wild card game tonight, I figured, what the hell? Why not? Um, it's not going to be long. Just a couple, a quick couple of minutes here. But <laughs> that, was a, that was a fun little show, right? A good couple of games to start off. Um, was game one. Um, well, not game one, but uh, the first game, the National League last night. It was a oh man, that was a that's such a shame. Imagine losing. Hey, imagine friggin' being a rookie and being the damn reason your team's not going to be participating in the uh, in the dance this October. I mean, holy shit, that was crushing. I pre- I'm pretty sure that right fielder was a rookie. I don't know the kid's name, but I'm pretty sure they said he was a rookie. For Milwaukee, um, and it wasn't all on him. I know Hater gave up some hits, but they they were pretty much like uh, blue pits and and that one uh, hit by pitch that was controversial. But but yeah, that wasn't good for that right fielder. Holy shit, he must feel like ass right now. It's three to one. Um, now some people said it wasn't his fault. I don't know, man. It looked like he could have gotten there. It was he was playing no doubles defense, so the guy had plenty of time to judge the ball and. Simply couldn't do it. Got past him and three runs scored on the play. Next thing you know, three to one becomes three to four and the Brewers lose. Oh man. But if that says one thing, folks, it, I mean, if it says one thing, I mean, it, it, there it is. You know, you got to be on top of your game. Um, all nine innings, all 27 outs, all every pitch. You have to be on top of your game, you know. No defensive lapses, no base running blunders, no extra chasing at the plate. That goes for the Yankees on Friday, Saturday, so what, the entire playoffs. They've got to be on their game. <laughs> and so that means Glaber Torres has to stop falling asleep in the field. Gary Sanchez has to continue to improve defensively. You know, no more pass balls. Um, the Yankees have to be on their game. They have to be sharp. They have to be awake. And that's kind of an issue with them sometimes. You know, they, they kind of lose that, uh, that, that, that. You know, they let their foot off the pedal sometimes. Um, yeah, they have to wake up, first of all, and they have to keep up. They have to stay awake, stay alert, put their foot in the pedal, and never give in. You know, uh, and that's, I tell you, that wild card game made me nervous. It just, yeah, right away, I thought, oh, man, the Yankees, I hope they don't have an issue, something like this happens. But, and I know it's a series, not going to be a wild card game, but still, you know, one mistake can turn into one game. And that can turn into, you know, an entire series. Um, That could change the entire series. So I'm hoping the Yankees, first and foremost, are fundamentally sharp. And then we'll worry about the bats. Then we'll worry about the pitching. But first and foremost, they got to be sharp out there. Got to be alert, awake, and ready to to go. Um, Sometimes a long layoff like this can help. Sometimes a long layoff like this can hurt. (laughs) We really just have to wait and see. But, uh, yeah, it it was a fun couple of games, right? Um... One thing I did notice, uh, home runs obviously played a big role, right? Both starting pitchers had some troubles um, 
for the opposing teams in each of these games. Um, Max Scherzer gave up a three spot early on, uh, and then Sean Mania gave up a three or four runs earlier uh, in the game. So it, it's very homer dominated, very homer dominated. But another thing, I think people do underlook something, right? Because I was watching the telecasts on uh, ESPN, especially tonight on ESPN. They were <laughs> all the uh, all the guys were you know. Hyping up the home run ball, right? You only went with the home run. You win with the home run. Home runs are great. Home runs are great. They are. They are great. Okay? Home runs are excellent. But I think people don't give enough respect and they don't give enough attention, especially in a day in, a, in an age like 2019 where all these ridiculous 15, 16-year-old Twitter warriors are telling you that analytics are the only thing that matter, that strikeouts don't, that home runs are everything. I think people need to remember that that's not true. I think people need to remember you also need to be able to make contact, Right? You also need to be able to come through with a big hit, you know, a la Milwaukee last night, um, a la Oakland tonight, <laughs> right? You, you focus on the winning team, but focus on the losing team. How they lose, they didn't come through big when they needed to, you know, and, you know, you also have to make contact. And, uh, you know, Houston made contact two years ago when they won the World Series. They, uh, I think in the playoffs, they only had a 19% strikeout rate, which was first Amongst all playoff teams, if you eliminate the, the one-game wildcard teams. Um, I think Boston, same thing. They were, like, top two in strikeout rate all of last postseason. They won the World Series. It, it, that's how you win. They, th- those teams not only hit home runs, but they made contact. And when you make contact, you're going to get those big hits in those big spots. Home runs as well. So, I think they also, you know, I think you, you people also need to realize that. That making contact is still very much of importance here. And... That's what I'm going to be looking at with the Yankees, obviously, because um, for the first five months of their season, right, from from April to August, to the end of August, from April to the end of August, they looked spectacular in terms of making contact, right? They, they not only hit the homers, they're always going to hit the homers, um, and they're always going to walk, but they did this thing this year where it was single, double, triple as well. They hit a lot of singles, right? They mixed everything else in. So it wasn't home run, strikeout, walk, but rather home run, walk, single, double, triple. So they replaced a lot of their, a lot of their strikeouts with single, <clears throat> I'm sorry. They replaced a lot of their strikeouts this year as opposed to last year with, you know, singles the other way, with doubles in the gap and shit. So that, that's kind of what I'm going to be looking at. But, you know, as, as their season went on, or not really their season, as the, uh, as the month of September approached, um, they kind of shot away from that, right? Maybe it was fatigue. Maybe it was Giancarlo Stanton coming back. I don't know. But they started striking out a lot more. They started relying on the home runs to win them games. And because of that, with a weak schedule, they were 13-11 and 11, uh, that month. If you if you uh, discount that Oakland game. But yeah, it's it's going to come down to making contact and hitting home runs offensively. And on the other end, it's just going to come down to pitching, just flat-out pitching. And I think there's an X factor there. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> I need some water. There's a, there's an X factor on the pitching in the pitching staff, and I, and I think that's James Paxson, right? I think everybody can agree. You get a, James, you get a dominant James Paxson like you got in August and September, and you have a, you have a great chance to, to, to go deep here. Um, you know, that's... That's uh, saying Severino and Tanaka pitched to their expectations. If you can get uh, Paxton right there with them, that's three pitchers right there who can be dominant one on, and that's that's huge. So 
you have to hope Paxson continues his 10-0 and run, makes it 11-0, and you have to hope the offense makes contact and hits homers. So Paxson's my X factor in the rotation. Um, and I guess if we're going to talk about making contact, um, you can say LeMahieu and Urshela are X factors as well, right, in the lineup. So, yeah, those are some guys I'm looking at. I'm also looking at, I think people need to, uh, here's one, here's my under-the-radar pick, all right? Everybody's got a guy that, that no one's going to really pay attention to who they think can make some impact here. And I think that's going to be Cameron Mabin this year. I do. Um, yes, I think he's going to make the roster. And yes, I think he's going to have a big October. Um, you know, he's this is an experienced vet we're talking about here who, who's got a taste. He's got a, he, he's, he's won a championship, actually. So he's an experienced veteran with a championship ring on his finger already. So he knows what it's like to go all the way. He knows that feeling. So he's probably hungry for another one. And he's he's a great leader, man. He's got he was bring, he's brought a lot of uh, camaraderie to this clubhouse. But he also plays well on the field, man. He played good defense for you. He stole some bases, and he's got a great bat. You know, he developed a good bat this year in his age 32 season, I think. Maybe he's a little older. I'm not sure. But, yeah, he he's, he's been hitting the ball, man, you know. He's had a couple of homers from the for the Yanks. He was he was one of the double digit guys later in the year. He hit his tenth or eleventh um, overall. Uh, but he can also make contact and hit one the other way when he needs to. Right? He was a guy who when he first came to the Yankees, he was on a tear. You know, he, he was hitting in the three thirties. The guy was slapping singles to right field every time there's a man on second. Right? That's what it felt like like a DJ LeMahieu uh, light, and he was doing that. And then he hit a little bit of a slump, but it seems like. To cap off his season, he was one of the few Yankees who was on a nice little run, a hot streak. Um, so it's good to see him finding his rhythm again, and you can only hope that continues into October. But yeah, I think he's going to be my under the radar guy. Kind of, I think he's going to give you a little bit of Todd Frazier 2017 vibes in the uh, playoffs. So look out for Cameron Maven, um, and also just focus on Paxton and focus on the Mayhew, you know, running, uh, being the catalysts here. So that's that. I guess I'm just going to uh, wrap this up. Like I said, only only going to be a couple minutes. Just thought I'd talk about this series and uh, what's what's to come. And Friday, boys. Oh, shit. I'm so nervous. Oh, my gosh. Now, usually I uh, every year I'll go to the first playoff game. Um, I went to the last two wild cards. This year I'm having trouble finding a partner to go to game one with me. Oh. <laughs> But I am going to game two. That's that's a sure thing. I'm going to game two. I'll be there with my cousin, my uncle, and uh, maybe a couple others. But it's going to be a fun time. And I'm, I'm so excited just to be in the Bronx, surrounded by 50,000 drunk assholes, just <laughs> jumping up and down like having a party, man. It's Now they have to win to do that. But it's it's such a blast. If you've ever been to Yankee Stadium in the playoffs, it's really like none other. So I'm so excited for this first and foremost. But I am also nervous. So, God, we got to be on our game. Like I said, got to be on our game first and foremost. Just be awake, be alert, and know what time the game starts this friggin' time, Sevy. I know you're not pitching game one. Maybe you will. I don't think they've announced it, but everybody's got to know the start time, please. Jesus Christ. That was a nightmare. I was at that game, too, by the way. That was a, oh, that was one giant mess. Oh, Let's not talk about that. Let's hope we do something different this series, this division series, and uh, really just take every home game we can and try to steal one on the road too. 
Oh my gosh, I can't stress how important these road games are, these home games are. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it though, guys. Just Yanks got to focus on themselves and just keep on winning, I guess. Continue their their hot regular season. I know they haven't been hot heading into the playoffs, but but bring that successful regular season into the playoffs or else none of it matters, right? None of it at all. That's how it works in the Bronx, folks. And don't tell me otherwise. You don't win a ring. Doesn't matter. Not in the Bronx. All right, guys. Thanks so much for stopping by. I'm going to hit the hay. I got bed. I got bed. I got school tomorrow. And uh, I'll see you Friday, right? Let's go, Yanks. Ciao.